gentlemen, it's Tuesday night. Don't touch that dial, don't go away. Even if you stumbled on us by accident, you probably did. You might be in the shower, lathering up. We are Unpronounceable Comedy with your hosts, the two Angharads and Owain. And tonight, we have special guest, Sam Bushnell. Hello. Hello. That's it, full house. Up to our technical uh, mastery again. Guys, <laughs> we need to start again. That was a bit of a poor hello. Okay, okay. Okay, can we do it again? Oh my yeah, god, yeah, it's yeah. panto season. Isn't it? Oh, it is, <laughs> it's it coming, is. It's coming. Off you go. One, two, three. Hey! hey! Oh, that's woken you up. There you go. Here we are. Excellent. Uh, welcome, everyone. Hey, hi. Uh, Hi, how are you in Harrods? Uh, I've missed you. I haven't been here for what feels like weeks. Oh, it does, about a I, month. I mean, or... it probably is weeks. I, I've i missed a few. Apologies. Sick note, send it in. Yeah, we've My got bad. that. My bad. Well done, well done, but I'm back now. Yay! You've lost two legs, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're here, you hobbled in. Well... Yes, but, you know, we were going to talk about that later on, weren't we? The stairs are a real issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for carrying me down, mate. That's all right, no worries, anytime. Mate. Just to let them know that Pure West Radio is uh, not that accessible to everyone. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Fully accessible radio station. <laughs> uh, let's Just in get in trouble. Move on. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Well, uh, well, Toby will cross that bridge when it comes to it. Uh, Owain, how are you? I'm good, thank you. You just caught me whilst I'm glumping a, a mug of wine. It is a mug of wine. Yeah, yeah. In a Pure West uh, mug, I might add. On what? brand. On brand, you know me. It's how we Company roll, Company man. Yeah. <laughs> what have we got drinking? we got the Savion Cabaret. I don't know, is that the right word? Cabernet Sauvignon. It's the Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, yeah. Blimey. Hello. <laughs> Going all fancy there today. It's Spanish, I think. No, it's not. It's from Chile. Oh. There we are. It's kind of Spanish, though, isn't it? Well, it's not the same country, Maybe. yeah, but <laughs> same vibe. And uh, Sam, our special guest. Hello. Hi, Sam. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome to the show tonight. Thanks for having me here. Uh, it's, it's, a ple- it's a it's a pleasure. Like coming out um, tonight, it's just been yeah, it's absolutely lovely on a on a cold October's evening. Um, it's great, it's great to have on the show. Um, we're looking forward to obviously hearing so much about the projects you're doing in Hafodwas. Um, so Sam, for our listeners, um, Sam is a um, an MC and a host in the Friars Vaults in Hafodwas and does a your word sporadic. But I'd like to say monthly, whenever. That pretty much covers it. Yeah, monthly, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. whenever. That's how yeah, I like. Yeah. I like to keep a bit of a gap in between it, just so people don't succumb to you know night crew fatigue, uh, so, so to speak. So night crew fatigue, which is yes. your company. Your... That's my platform for promoting my comedy, which will. I, Assuming we're going to get onto that in a minute. Is we will. Yes. We have a whole two hours, my love. Yeah, oh. we are locked in this room, Sam, <laughs> and you are not allowed to leave <laughs> until the two hours are up. So it's like the crystal maze, but worse. There's no crystals, oh. mainly. Oh. Are we no, talk- no bald guy running around playing harmonica. Well, I don't know. Have you have you not seen... Did you not see him? Toby's new haircut. Yeah, yeah he was here earlier. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking about the crystal maze near Tembi or the actual one? Because no, the, the one- actual Well, the actual one. I mean, if you think that's shit enough, like, did you guys go to the one in, in Pembrokeshire? Yes, yeah. every birthday. Yeah. yeah. from, like, age 10 through to 13. 
best chicken burgers ever. Oh, it was Aww. amazing. Yeah. Those you, have you seen the YouTube video where they've gone back in since it's been decommissioned? Yes. No, it's my awesome, God. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's still exactly as it was. It's mental, like exactly as it was. Well, I saw some pictures recently and there's like dog shit and bird shit and, 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 and I think some suspicious bags on well, the floor. Was it like that? I, was it like that as a yeah, challenge? Yeah, it was a part of a challenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam, did you ever go to the Crystal Maze? Uh, once, but uh, like uh, like and Harrod, I mainly remember it for the food. It's yeah. just uh, and the arcade, obviously. Yes, yeah, they had a great arcade. There. Great yes. arcade. Yeah, this, I many a two p there. Yeah. This kind of gives me a little bit of an under, uh, you know, kind of obviously want to get to know the our guests. Um, were you a PE fan in school, or were you more of a catering fan? Cooking? Did you? Oh, definitely. I preferred definitely preferred PE. Because I, I beg to differ, because I hear that you guys were more focused on the food. Rather than the agility in the crystal maze. All right, mate. There's no need to have a pop at me. <laughs> <laughs> just because I might not be as trim as some people on this planet. She's been away for a while, so yeah. we'll uh, just get them. No, I, no, I, no I, I, I took part in the PE activities, obviously, even though I disagree with the belief that you can be physically educated. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, I mean, the, the main thing for us was our PE teacher used to make us run around the perimeter of the school with a, with a bench. Just... Wow! It's like is, is this is this a PE lesson or training camp? I don't one, know. It's, one it's, bench per person. Well, there was about three of us uh, holding it. And, oh, that's quite and, and hard. The, yeah. But, <laughs> and, and obviously, when someone wasn't looking, there'd just be one guy stood in the corner eating a Mars bar. So it's. Uh, was that the PE teacher? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we school drop here? We like to school drop. Yeah. yeah. What school were you? Um, I went to SCP. SCP oh. massive. Yes. Yes. Or, or as it's now known, Harvard West High, which no. Uh, no. is. I thought it was going to be called Half a Dinya High. Oh, really? Yeah. Am I guessing Mr. Dodd is your PE teacher? He was. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got many. He was your favourite, wasn't he? Well, yeah. Mr. Dodd once caught me smoking, and instead of telling other teachers or doing anything, he joined from... in. Well, no, he sprayed a bottle of water in my face. Oh. <laughs> was that just to put the cigarette out? I think or... so. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he thought it was a fire, and he got quite scared. It's um... like punishing a cat. <laughs> 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 Oh, you mean naughty? <laughs> no, no, well, yeah, it could be. Is that, yeah. cru- is that cruelty to animals? I don't know. I don't think that is, is it? You're allowed to squirt an animal with water if they've been You're naughty. not allowed to well, squirt students, though, are you? Well, cats always squirt us. That's better than hitting yeah. them, surely. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 But he, didn't, yeah. he didn't do that. Let's put that out there. He didn't hit you. No. Great. No. Well done, thank That's you. That's the other teachers. No libel. No libel in the room. I feel like we're going into a counselling session here. Yeah. Sorry, Mr Dodd. Yeah, sorry, You don't need to apologise, Sam. No. You have no need to apologise for what happened. OK, I retract my statement, sorry. We're in a safe space here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the show and welcome to all of our lovely, lovely listeners. Yes, follow us on Facebook. Come and say hello at Unpronounceable Comedy. That's us, isn't it? You looked yeah. really worried then. <laughs> so Owen's face when he said that was like, oh gosh, uh, which... Uh, well, I once announced we had an Instagram account on here and got that yeah. horribly wrong. We don't have one, do we? We don't. No. 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 But I announced it, so... You, you yeah. did. Yeah. We should probably get one. Probably should. But no, for now, it's just Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And this is why we are unpronounceable. Mm. <laughs> Oh, cheesy, cheesy. Um, do you guys want to know what's been happening in the world? Yeah, of yes, course. Yes, so as a, as a group, as you, everyone who's listening in, uh, you're like our family. We're in this together, you know? We're in this all room together. All in this together. Yeah. Yes, we are. And... Name that film. High School Musical. Yes. yes. 
performing arts students right here. <laughs> no, <laughs> excuse for you. No. You did immediately start cl- clicking in time. Yeah, well, I know the song. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the films. I never saw the films. Absolute lie. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> lie. I've not seen those high school musical films. About. No, I haven't seen them. I've currently got a crippling Glee addiction at the moment. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I miss Glee. We have gone back and watched all of Glee. Oh, so with good. With all its various plot holes and yeah. random singing. It's great. The PE teacher in that, just harking back, is the best character. Oh, yeah, yeah, fantastic. She's, She's fantastic. Sylvester, yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry. sorry yes, yeah. let's yeah. talk about the news. Glee updates there. <laughs> well, we could keep going on with Glee, but I actually yeah. went a bit silent because I was really annoyed with Glee oh, because wow. Glee came out when I was just about to go to university, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to performing arts. There was no Glee club in St David's School. I went to uni, and it was a bit like Glee, and fuck me, it pissed me off. <laughs> I first first day there, everyone was singing, everyone was saying what they've done. And they're like, oh, like, so, like, I went to, like, a private school, which was all specialised in performing arts. Where did you come from? What's your performance background? And I was like, oh, so I'm, I was part of this, um, this theatre group called the Mathry Players. Um, and they're like, oh, well, what stage was that? And I was, they were like, was it a village hall? And this is an honest thing. And mm. I was basically like, yeah, I, I actually, my only theatre experience really was in, in Mathry Players, a village hall. And uh, just doing, you know, the random little you shunned then yeah massively <laughs> and actually I'm really bloody proud of where I came from yeah what did you do with Matthew Players then uh, I wrote a play when I was 16 called The Play What and Harrod Wrote very ori- I know very original and it was about a hen party and Anne Summers and drugs and alcohol and all the performers were like 14 and 15 <laughs> <laughs> were you just observing a Saturday night in St David's yeah basically yeah. I was just writing out my life but anyway guys you don't need to hear about that about me <laughs> This is not therapy. <laughs> this is not my... Yeah. I have my diary out in front of me. But we've decided that the world, as we all know, is is a dark place. Fractious at the moment. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, if I had worked out this uh, this system on the radio, I'd have some like sad music. So can we have some... We don't know where we're going. Or who we are. Boris doesn't even know if if he's actually leaving this country or not or who's he molested recently <laughs> Trump's still trying to build that wall and he wants to build, build it higher and higher but really he just wants to build his hair in a better place and all he misses is Theresa May Theresa May brum bum oh very nice nice, nice. nice. Well, no uh, see this is why I don't do yeah. jokes but anyway so we're going to go away from that we've decided like what's happening in London what's happening in, in Russia and what's happening in America are you guys ready yeah go, yes. go okay so news this week from Russia a man from Russia is suing the company Apple for being gay Right. Apple are gay, or he they they've made him gay. They've made him gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, eating a five a day won't make you gay. Oh right, okay. No, it could. Okay. I'm a, I'm a banana. <laughs> Depends on the aubergines are in it, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get a taste for the action, is it? <laughs> I can say it because I am gay too. <laughs> So, um, yes, yeah, so this chap, uh, he hasn't put his name forward, uh, said he's suffered moral harm. Sorry, he hasn't put his name forward? No. Is it Vladimir Putin? 
Is that what's happening here? He's like, I will get more money from the Americans. <laughs> I'm going to sue them from one trillion dollars. Actually, no, in this case, I think it's a million rupees, okay. which equates to uh, £12,000. Okay. Um, but no, he is suing them after an incident where he tried to download the uh, like bitcoins, which is the cryptocurrency everyone's mad about. Yeah. Um, however, he managed to download gay coins, which is also a cryptocurrency. Um, and obviously this is a controversial thing in Russia because in the last year a lot of um, activists, um, LGBT activists and campaigners have actually been, um, and, you know, have been murdered for uh, speaking out. Um, so it's a big, obviously, um, the LGBT in Russia is a sore subject um, at the moment and always has been. However, the going back to it is uh, the gay coin slogan saying, don't judge until you try, right? This is what he said, right? He goes, I thought, in truth, how can you judge something without trying? So I decided to try a same-sex relationship. Well, give it a go, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it a go, why not? Until you've tried it, you know? Yeah. Well, exactly, you've yeah. got the currency now, so... There you go. Exactly, the app says that. There are so many questions I have about this news story. Why would you buy this currency, to start with? What, Bitcoin or Gaycoin? No, Gaycoin. I don't really understand Bitcoin, but I'm not sure why you buy gay coin. I also don't know how you mistake Bitcoin, for, no, gay coin for Bitcoin. I mean, I, could, he would probably be trying to find Bicon. Buy coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get my words out there, but maybe, you know what yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, maybe. That, that's fair. Maybe it was a bit of both. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the thing now. It goes further. He goes, I am now in a problem as I now have a boyfriend. And I don't know how to explain this to my family and what to do. So the only way that he's able to explain... Obviously, his family bloody know about this now already. Yeah. Um, actually, no, they don't because they haven't put his name out. But uh, he's now suing them from turning him gay for a million rupees. What a coming out story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mum, I, I made a mistake. I, <laughs> I promise you I'm not gay. What's happened here is <laughs> I've been brainwashed by a, an Apple product that's convinced me that I should try something before I knock it and therefore I've ended up with a boyfriend. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm on the gay coin currency thing. Oh, and it's literally go. just currency. It's not like it's... It's got nothing to do with homosexuality then? Well, I don't think so. It's not like you can only spend it in, you know, gay bars and... <laughs> What gets me about that story is, you know, he says he described the whole thing as a dilemma that he's now in a relationship. He's, he's, oh. he, said, he said he wanted to try a same-sex relationship. What else was he expecting? I yeah. Mean, yeah. And also, there'd be many people out there that would happily be in that dilemma. Yes. He he is taking up good. He's taking up room there for somebody who does yeah. actually want to be in a happy relationship. And what I, about his partner? I, I feel sorry, sorry for the partner. Him, yeah. 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 Hugely, I, mean, I I love you, but I'm gonna sue Apple because I'm in love with you. It's because he yeah. wants he wants a big fabulous wedding. That's why. Twelve grand ain't gonna cut it, man. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to a wedding lately. I don't know what weddings in Russia are like, but if you get change out of twenty grand in this country, you're doing well. I mean, what what would I what would we sue? Like my coming out story to my family of being a bisexual woman was kind of like, oh, you know, I just kind of I was at a wedding drunk, and I was like. <laughs> Saying like, no, I just definitely really just love women. Because um, my whole family were like kind of going, oh, you know, you're single. What about this guy? What about this guy? And I was like, no. And then obviously on the temple, I was like, well, I'm just gay, okay? 
next minute then obviously later in the evening there's me going he is really really lush and uh, I'm just being like surely not just bye and I'm like okay yeah and there was no like big like um, woo about it it was just like you do you what you mean to say you do is- you you didn't sue anybody. No. Yeah. I should have sued that venue, you the wedding yeah. venue. You should have sued yeah. the couple yes. whose wedding it was. That's my cousin. For, well, sue them. Yeah. yeah, sue them. Yeah. I'm going to sue you because I came in thinking I was gay and now I've come out bi. Uh. <laughs> no, all your track records have been men, so. <laughs> it was just a phase. Yeah, just a phase. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is in the news. The second one we've got in the news, this is what's happening in America. You might like this one, guys. Um, Are you looking directly at me for that? I kind of put my eyes away because I thought if I looked at anyone about this news story, it feels like you guys might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. guys don't know what well, this is about either. I mean, you looked at me for the gay story, so I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Well, I couldn't look at myself. <laughs> um, so this is from the USA. So, uh, a Michigan Michigan drivers were shocked when a billboard displays porn for about twenty minutes. Excellent. I mean, not excellent. <laughs> Why did it get to twenty minutes? Also, was there gridlock? Absolutely. What in, the, in terms of the, the video? Or? No, in terms of the, the, the streets next to the billboard. Gridlock three. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't seen the previous two, but I'm getting the gist. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> did they just pull over and? stop to watch the billboard because that that would be brilliant that would, there yeah. seems to be a problem in downtown michigan we <laughs> can't quite work out what it is yet people are pulling into the hard shoulder i think what annoyed i think uh, what people were anticipating was that going to be that sex tape with donald trump and stormy daniels oh. everyone wants so. yes that's, that's maybe what this hack, that's what this hacker was aiming for to reveal the truth about what happened well you are right there I don't it think is that would have hacker. lasted 20 minutes to be honest <laughs> <laughs> um, well you are right about the hacker uh, police say a hacker may have been responsible for the explicit sex scene shown to drivers and it aroused a lot of attention sure it did yeah I like that the police said it aroused a lot of attention um, one driver obviously they interviewed people after this yeah um, and I love that because you don't often get a little interview, you know, review after watching a bit of porn, do you? No, no. <laughs> how did you, uh, how did you find the performance? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. You ever catch Mark Commode on the BBC talking about any of those more explicit films that he's seen in his, <laughs> in his own time? But yeah, you just, uh, it's just this is what one of them said. This is his words. I looked up and I thought, wow, that's porn. And I nearly had an accident. Oh, dear. Wouldn't we all? I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm surprised it took 20 minutes because when you do get caught watching porn, that's the fastest you ever move to like turn it off, shut the laptop. Yeah. You know, it's someone's not not experienced. In 20 minutes, put play for them last yeah. 20 minutes. In every sense of the yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know though because I was the cheeky bugger as I am, you know, thinking. What kind of porn was it? So I was actually scrolling through the internet because you get the um, you get the uh, Twitter feed to buy pictures, and literally all it was was just a woman's face and like a guy's face. I'm like, come on! Like, if we're putting out porn publicly now, like you know, let's just see. Let, you know, we all should see it too. But um, yeah, give them the you know, give them the Jews, their actors. They what? Their actors. Their actors. You know, yeah. We all want to know who they are. Yeah. Do we not know just me. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make it big. 
You um, might recognise the Mose Vein. That's the probably problem, yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, it's them. Oh, yeah. I went to school with her. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Mr. Dot? No. <laughs> I mean, I, there are so many people who, couples who are like, must have heard about the story and been like, like one of the, you know, they might be like, a wife might have gone to husband like, sorry, I've really got to go out and drive on, um, you know, the, the long stretch road. And they're like, isn't that going all the way to, you know, that's like 200 miles away. I'm like, yeah, I just need to go for a long drive just to get that little bit of privacy. Can you imagine all those couples that are on like first or second date? that are like <gasps> queuing in the traffic lights and suddenly they see it on the billboard they'd be like I'm gonna get something <laughs> <laughs> when I lived abroad I went to this club and it was like one of my first nights out there and because um, I'm really cool I went out by myself and I got chatting to this girl and it was in this old kind of warehouse place and they were playing up movies on the wall and then I'm chatting to it and then out of the corner of my eye I noticed that they're playing the porno version of Alice in Wonderland no. what? Yeah, on a big massive screen so I'm there trying to chat to this girl whilst, you know, Alice is banging the Mad Hatter. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it didn't That's go well. That's wrong, It man. was wrong, yeah. I didn't Alice know Alice and the Mad Hatter shouldn't have <laughs> I'm going to know what we're all going to be searching tonight. I'm allowed to get away with it because I'm actually going to be playing a porn star in a film coming up soon, oh, which is aspiring yeah. porn star. It's not a porno. It's a independent film. It's a dark comedy based in Pembrokeshire. So um, anytime I get caught out, uh, it's just all for research. <laughs> <laughs> method acting. Method acting. Absolutely. Don't need to clear, clear my browsing history anymore. I'm just like, oh, sorry you stumbled on that. Oh, <laughs> Researching no, for a film. <laughs> no, I've deleted the history, my his, the history on my computer so many times I don't even know who the Romans are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Amazing. That is the only thing I clean in my house. My so we are getting a bit deep here, aren't we, guys? Yeah. We're, 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 we're letting a, a lot of hats out of the bag. Is that the right thing? Cats out cats, of the bag. Cats. I quite like hats. I'm stuck on the Mad Hatter <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. It's in my head. Uh, so that's happening in Michigan. What, the last thing I would like to think, though, is what? why did that hacker do that? What's gone through their heads? They'll be like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, who Maybe their pissed TV them off? broke. <laughs> maybe their TV broke and they could see the billboards they thought fuck yeah. it I'm going to put it on it's yeah. maybe like, it's like that uh, you know that that Google cast thing that you can do like on YouTube you know just press that by accident and somehow it's gone on it would be <laughs> absolutely epic if yeah. it was an accident wouldn't yeah. it yeah. alright yeah I'll just load the advert in for bloody Sinex or something bang somebody pops off to have a cup of coffee and a donut and suddenly <laughs> they like dawns on them that they've accidentally put on what they were watching over their lunch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry did, did you say this happened near an airport no it was just on a, a freeway oh right just, it uh, might be yeah because I was thinking I, I don't know where I got the idea for an airport from but I imagine that would have been interesting for the pilot at least because if, if, if there was turbulence on that plane afterwards it would have <laughs> you know, the announcement would have, we apologise for the turbulence the pilot was cracking one off <laughs> <laughs> and if you look to your left you will see why yes um, amazing so that's happened in America now guys do you want to hear what's happening in the UK yeah go uh, on always yes well, this is actually an always story. It's nothing new. Yeah. But the um, the Daily Star wrote this one. Oh, well, reputable solid, source. Solid source. Yeah, yeah nice. solid source. So, this is the title. Binge drinking men more attractive, more attracted to women thanks to sexual sig- signal. Signals. So, okay. I'll say it again. Binge drinking men is the main title and yeah, the subheading. Yeah. 
more attracted to women thanks to sexual signals. What do you think this is about? Oh, it's like the news quiz in the air, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Have I got news for you, Pem style? Binge drinking and sex and pawns and gay people. And if that's not a reason to listen, what is? Yeah. <laughs> Pure West Radio. <laughs> Journalism at its finest. They do not have a ramp for... It's not accessible for those in wheelchairs. <laughs> not a very PC radio show. Um, I mean, binge drinking. God, I mean... And Harrod, you're our resident binge drinker. Yes. And Harrod Schofield's not on Harrod Price, by the way. Uh, I mean, there's probably much for muchness in it, surely. I am not the one with a glass of wine in my hands, so... <laughs> Um, do I think that binge drinking makes me more attractive to other people? Mm. Uh, I'd say I'm living proof that that's incorrect, but that might be because I'm actually a pro binge drinker <laughs> and I can hold my beer fairly well. So I don't become, um, what's the word, in the correct political correctness. I don't become an easy target. No, and that's fair enough, no. Um, which Sorry. is perhaps not, I'm perhaps not a reflective statistic. It's probably been like 20% success rate of me being at that level of drunk that somebody cracks on to me. <laughs> I'd say. 20% success rate to them or yourself? To, uh, to them. Mm. I, generally, if I'm drunk enough to advance myself in that way, I, I probably... Uh, whole one from one so that's like a hundred percent success rate right well this is the thing isn't it like when i read this and i'll read into the story after it a bit more because it, it, it's it's funny and it's not funny it's all very targeted on men here about you know what it's basically saying is you know uh, male binge drinking is good for males because it makes you know because therefore you're gonna have more women because um they said in this um a top scientist didn't say who Right. Top scientists found that heavy consumption of booze tells a potential male that they are healthy and strong. A potential mate, sorry, that they are healthy and strong. On our findings, generally support predictions derived from the evolutionary theory and suggest binge drinking may function as a costly sexual signal, uh, conditionally regulated by age and local sex ratio. This is more common among the rich. So this is very, very one-sided. Like you know, obviously, yeah. guys, if if yeah. you all get drunk, really, you know, if you get loaded drunk. You will find a woman. Basically, if you're a bit rapey, if you drink more, you'll be more rapey. So there we go. It's fine. You can have it. But on, on women, it doesn't argue about what we're like, does it, Harrod? No, it does and not. You, you say this was uh, from a statement from a top scientist. Yes. Well, that confirms it. Scientists have got a lot of bloody time on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Getting pissed. Yeah. Should, should we have a go at curing some uh, life-threatening diseases? No, I'm just going to see how much uh, drinking inc- increases your aphrodisiac. So it's just... Or, Sam, what they've done, this top scientist is actually a uh, GCSE student who's studying science. Yes. Who they've invited in for their research? He's like, yeah, me. I get a load of women when I fucking drink. I mean, for the Daily Star, that is a top That's, scientist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some bloke in a pub is a top scientist for that. Could you imagine pr- putting this proposition as a theory to Charles Darwin? It's <laughs> <laughs> not what he had in mind. Now, they, Charles, you know? <laughs> talk me through whether or not you believe <laughs> the human evolution. Getting a load of chimps pissed. And <laughs> oh, but if you see, if it was shoes on the foot, if someone saw me, right, you agree with me, we've, we've seen each other in many states before. Yeah. If I'm out and I'm thinking, yeah, do you know what, I kind of want to meet someone and I'm binge drinking, yeah. my success rate is zero, right? Reason being, and I'm there being leery with red rind lips, right? 
thinking it's a political protest to get my tits out because someone grabbed my arse and I'm like, well, we, you know, we women, we're free. It's fine. Whilst chatting out, I'm a vegan with a, a doner kebab in my, my hand all over my face and someone else's shoes. Yeah. And probably saying, I've lost my phone. Can someone help me? That is not a potential healthy mate in, in no that's it's more not of a health risk you know exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. so that is the news from the uk have you oh i know have you got anything to say with that have you all been drinking times been uh, successful in your mating no i mean i'm generally quite a lightweight when it comes to binge drinking um yeah no and i end up just find talking to people like doctor who or wrestling who don't want to really listen to me oh so yeah so no <laughs> it usually end up being my wife he doesn't drink. I mean, that's a, that is a success rate. That is a success rate. <laughs> you yeah. have married him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's born you children. You yeah, know? but I, I saved getting pissed until we kind of, you know, had become engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the best way. No going back then. Yeah. Actually, I have a confession. Go on. I haven't done anything wrong here. Right. But last week. We had our comedy night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a comedy night in in St David's, which we'll have a we'll have a good old chat about. And um, in my stand up comedy is I talk about being single and being on Tinder. And I was drinking a glass of wine. I admit, whilst throughout the whole evening, and I did wake up in the morning and um, I found my phone, which wasn't in my bag. It was in the local pub, <laughs> and I had to go down to the Farmer's Arms to get it. And I charged it up before I went to work. Didn't check my phone. Throughout work, my phone was going beep, 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 and I have the music playing on the loudspeaker in the cafe. And it was going off, so I thought I'd check this. And I had probably about 100% success rate on my Tinder from the ages of 18 to 80. <laughs> thinking, <laughs> thinking, wow, I must have drank a lot first. And we did, we, had, we were in good celebrations. And thinking, did I actually swipe a lot of people? Was I on? The, was was I in, in the Daily Stars? Tim's on the prowl, you know, on mating season. And no, uh, someone actually went on my Tinder, thinking she does all her stand up about being single and on Tinder, and how I talk about how I'm su- unsuccessful in the dating scene. That they decided to be Cupid on my phone, and I am looking at you two because I haven't actually addressed this topic yet. And I've been, oh, not me. No, not, not me. you guys. No. Uh, some haven't met you yet, but was it you? So someone. <laughs> I've actually had to delete my Tinder this week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because it got you... so bad. No. It got so bad um, that there were actually really genuinely nice people on there who I didn't have the heart to say, really sorry, uh, I'm a stand-up comedian, and yes, I am on Tinder, but also I was doing a show about uh, how I'm unsuccessful on Tinder, so someone in the audience decided to take my phone and swipe right to every single person that on is here. amazing. I'm really sorry. Genius. Yeah. So... Essentially, yes, binge drinking can get you. I'm really sad, though, you haven't got a date out of it. I could have if I was really up for unsolicited uh, dick memes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, yeah, no, I, I I couldn't. I couldn't go on a date and then tell them the reason why. So um, so maybe the Daily Star is right, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe they are right. Uh, yeah, I think so. They, they, they're a reputable source. They are reputable <laughs> Awful. <laughs> right. <laughs> On this note, we have been talking non-stop for half an yeah, hour. Wow. We should play, wow. we yeah, should play right. some music, guys. And also, 
we should we pick a topic out we're deciding that we're going to do these radio shows sam i'm going to ask you what topic out of drinking uh what was the other one porn or suing a big company for being gay should we talk about tonight uh well seeing as uh, i'm a Welshman through and through, it's got to be the drink. Hey, there we are. That's going to be our topic of tonight. We'll be talking about drinking and we'll be improving it and freestyling it. See you in a bit. Listening to Unpronounceable Comedy.
Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Um, So, we have Sam with us. Hello. Sam, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, you've got coffee. Yes, keeping me awake. Feet. So it's how many scoops of coffee do you have in your coffee? Uh, just two two spoonfuls. Two spoonfuls. Ooh, that's a brain Ooh. man. Keeps, keeps me awake. That's rocket fuel. That is definitely yes. Good lad. Um, so Sam um, runs the open mic night at the Friars. That's correct. Yeah. The sporadic open mic night because we don't want to say it's monthly. Just in just in, we yes. don't want to we don't we don't want to commit Sam, do yeah, we? Well, no, no, we can't not, commit. Not that's fine. Erwin's the only one in this room that has committed in his life. Uh, to the wonderful Sally. Yeah. Um, and that's enough for us. That's enough commitment yes. for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, sporadic open mic nights. Talk talk us through that. Talk us through where it's come from. Well, the open mic nights I hold, they're part of my uh, social media platform that's known as Night Crew, or Night Crew Comedy, as I call it. Okay. And it's basically just to... Because... Uh, create a, a comedy scene down in half the west or Pembrokeshire as a whole really because one of the things I noticed when I started doing stand-up was that there wasn't a massive call for it down in Pembrokeshire Absolutely. I mean, th- there were I mean there were there were open mic nights but they were down here but they were very few and far between and they mainly catered to just musicians yeah we yeah. found so, that so, yeah, that's, absolutely, so I thought you know they're not doing anything so I may as well make something happen for myself and other people Good and, and, and that's what led to the birth of Night Crew essentially Amazing. so what is Night Crew then yeah. how does that kind of work okay well I started it on social media and it's not just the open mic nights that I promote on there Night Crew I uh, do uh, a fair share of vlogging and uh, I just I talk about other stuff uh, st- stuff that goes on in my life stuff that I do and uh, also produce the odd comedy sketch as well oh, cool so, yeah recently I uh, me and my dad we collaborated on a sketch together in which uh, I impersonated the I don't know how many people remember him, the tennis tennis legend John McEnroe. Is it yeah. the hair? Yes, it is. It is the hair. Yes. <laughs> for, now, for, the, for the record, I have extremely curly hair. Yeah, basically, if you were to have a little look at the old style John McEnroe, Sam has that hair. Um, I appreciate you can't see that because you're listening to us, but it is fantastic. If I, I wish I had hair that was that clearly. So basically, I impersonate him in a sketch, and I've also impersonated the rock star Liam Gallagher in a sketch oh, as nice. well. So, so, so how's I, your mank accent? Oh, it's it's all right. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's all about the fucking rock and roll because that's what I'm about. You know, rock and roll nice. style. You know what I mean? Excellent. So yeah, that's my Liam Gallagher, and uh, and that's that is. Uh, Night crew, essentially. Cool. So, uh, I, I don't. I, I, it's only been active for almost a year. It's its birthday in December, actually. So first birthday in December. I still don't know what it is yet, what it's capable of, but hopefully one day it's mm. could take off. So how did you get started in comedy? What was your kind of? Would it all begin for you? Well, I can't really remember there being a key moment of making people laugh. I I, I found that. Even if I didn't try, I could just say something and uh, my mates would laugh and I just tell them little anecdotes and no one ever said to me that I should be a comedian, but I knew it deep inside. But I would never have admitted it to anyone. I was I was too shy for that as a kid. Yeah. So, and to be honest, because I'm generally known as the quiet one in, in work uh, and same as I was in school, when I told everyone that I did a stand-up gig in Cardiff, it was my first gig, it, they took it as a massive shock. Right. So uh, the I announced it through social media that I did my first ever stand-up gig in Cardiff and that it went well. And then 
the, the conversations in work were interesting to say the least. You know, <laughs> so they, they just came up. The, the main reaction was really you. You did stand up, so it was <laughs> dark horse there, Sam. That's, yeah, that's that was the phrase that was going around at the time. The so how do you horse. how do you kind of go from that like just nothing then to doing one in Cardiff? Would did you just think right, fuck it, I'm just going to go and do yeah, it? Yeah, once in a, I knew it was good. He got pissed, is what he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I stopped off in the pub to calm my nerves. So uh, when I walked in there, I was half drunk doing a five-minute set, and uh, it paid off amazingly. Yeah. This is how well I know it. I know it went because we had a bit of an interval in the pub after I did my set, and I had people coming up to me afterwards saying, "Oh, that was a great, great set. Uh, how many gigs have you done before this?" And, mm. I, and I said, "No, this is my first one." And they looked at me like, "Really." Yeah. This is your first gig. I was like, "Well, I must be doing something right." You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good okay. lad. When you're doing your your sets as well, uh, your comedy gigs. Obviously, we are so excited to go and see you perform in in the Friars oh, uh, in November, um, which we will share your page on our page. Obviously, oh, um, you'll probably have. I uh, certainly, I'd be happy to get up and do a bit of something too. Yeah, so. absolutely. No, I, I, yeah, I welcome your, in, I'd uh, welcome your input. No, but maybe, problem. maybe we can all go to Eddie's afterwards. Maybe you can take me out to Eddie's my first time. <laughs> anyway. Digressing, sorry. <laughs> we, okay. we love to digress on this show, yeah. as we all know. Just planning uh, the night out before now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll have Jaeger bombs at 10. <laughs> Are you talking about me or you here? Yeah. Uh, uh, me, because I, I won't be as drunk as you. Uh, well, there it's we not, are, it's there not a bad idea. You're getting for free in Eddie's on a Friday night, so it's... You've heard Do you? you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, okay. So a bit of promotion for... Eddie Rocks right there. Are yeah. all of the floors open on a Friday night? <laughs> Just the one, I'm afraid. Just Which uh, one? It's uh, the one upstairs, but uh, it's it tries to cater to everyone. You know, there's uh, okay. all sorts of musical genres, a, a bit of dad rock in there. Oh, uh, you already know. Love it. Love dad rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't love dad rock? <laughs> I got described over the summer as having a dad bod. No. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm slowly turning into a dad. I mean, I, I am a dad, but have, I'm becoming a proper dad. You have two children, yeah, so yeah. You I know. don't know. Dad bods, though, like what? What cuts the age of being a dad? Like it's it's like over thirty is now, isn't it? Dad bod, like well, in Pembrokeshire, it could be any age. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, but you know, I'm thinking of all like the celebrities, the older guys. You know, yeah. I, I don't mind a dad bod. Dad bods are fine. It sounds like a robot, doesn't it? Dad bod. <laughs> Hi, have you recently lost your father, or have you got an absent father? Well, you can have your own dad bob. <laughs> just don't hug tightly because it might malfunction. <laughs> um, but Sam, we just uh, going back to your. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> sorry, 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 Sam. We we Digress. are renowned for digressing Digress. here. Um, but in terms of your comedy, is obviously it's you. You've been chatting about. Uh, you just started into it and. Um, that you obviously had an amazing response for your first uh, your first two gigs. Was unbelievable. Um, yeah. In terms of nerves of of being a comedian and being a new starter, because we're really open about this show of ourselves, like trying out new material. Um, you know, geographically down here, we're not as blessed as in terms of going to. You mentioned about open mic nights, as no. we are in in Swansea or Cardiff. Um, so with me personally my nerves skyrocket and i find ways to get you know try to suppress that performance anxiety what 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 do you do to get yourself ready on the stage or to feel really confident to go back up on there well as we mentioned earlier i'm a i'm a sucker for rocket fuel coffee so i have uh, 
two I put two teaspoons of coffee in my uh, in my <laughs> cup, so that keeps me awake and keeps me active. But it's it's mainly that uh, early I relied on the drink to calm my nerves down, but now it's. I don't need a drink. I actually feel more confident than what I did yeah. over a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah, but the coffee still helps. I uh, have my mates all follow it. They give me a bit of a prep talk. Oh, so, that's so, nice. So, they, so, yeah, I do get the odd, you know, Sam, you can do this. Think about this, Sam. One day you, you're going to be doing this for a living, maybe. So just think on about that. So, yeah, they're, I can't thank them enough. So... Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry, Sam. I've listened here, but I had a really big kick in the leg from uh, O-Wine just there saying, we have actually gone through this conversation already, <laughs> which, because uh, I just popped out to the well, loo. We mentioned so, the coffee before. So, so coffee. sorry to make you repeat yourself, but right. um, no, it's good, it's always good to have uh, coping strategies. Exactly. Um, I and it's good to have support, isn't it? You know, I think yeah. that's something that um, we probably find in unpronounceable comedy We've done um, a couple of bits and pieces now uh, together um, in as much as we appear at the same venue, but we do our own um, skits at that venue. Um, but oh. it's nice It's nice to have familiar faces around. You know, you get familiar other familiar faces like Fire Donkey, Claire Ferguson Walker, um, you know, people who you get to know as you're, you're doing things. And it's nice to walk into an environment where you see people you know, you... Yes, you retell stories that you might have told beforehand, but thankfully they still laugh and they still support you in that sense. Um, and certainly for, for for me, when I did my first ever gig, I, I was really quite nervous. Um, but I limited myself to two pints because I didn't want to go and be a bit giddy yes. about it all. But I, I definitely felt way more comfortable doing last week compared to that, which was, what, 18 months ago. Mm. Um and probably, by and large, a chunk of that is down to the fact that you are with familiar people doing something that's starting to become more familiar, I think, anyway. See, I felt really nervous. Oh, and we'll talk about the comedy night later. But, like, on my second gig, I felt a hell of a lot more nervous than on my first gig. I don't know what the hell it was. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. And then I missed a load of things from it, and it was just... I think the adrenaline for that first gig... Yeah. Is just insane, isn't it? How was you through? Yeah. Did you find that, Sam? Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, also, uh, I, I'm going to tell you a, a funny story now. It's uh, about the weirdest slash best gig I've ever done. Go on. It actually took place on a coach. I did a stand-up gig on a coach filled with my co-workers from Eddie's, actually. <laughs> it, was, it was the... It was because we're busy all the way through Christmas season. We always have our Christmas party in January. Okay. So, and last year we got, well, earlier this year in January, we got the bus to Swansea. We had a night out over there. And during the time it took us to get there, they suggested that I uh, go right up to the front on a mic and do a bit of stand up for them. So, oh, Christ. <laughs> How was that? It. Wasn't as nerve wracking as as I as I thought, and uh, it wasn't. I wasn't even standing up funny funny enough because the mic was positioned oddly, so I had to sit down for the whole for the whole that's thing. That's even that's weird, isn't I, it? I know. So for them, it was more like radio, like like it's uh, yeah, like yeah. It's, uh, but no, they were great, and I obviously uh, they didn't mind it when I took when I took uh, the piss out of some people over there that I work with in there. Uh, uh, there was. Uh, one uh, co-worker I won't mention her name Hayley so, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I, I took the mick out of her a bit, but she was cool with it, and yeah, she didn't mind it one little bit. So yeah, that was the weirdest slash best gig I've ever done. Yeah. In, in, and did you feel a bit like you were on coach trip? That you were branded off coach trip? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Decide which couple you're going to get rid of now this evening. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, so what about like we always we're always quite interested about like um, inspiration and stuff. So who are like your kind of like favourite comedians then? Uh, I got introduced to through my uh, mum. She's a massive fan of Peter Kay. Oh yeah. So, yeah. She, so start watching him and. Uh, He's uh, brilliant. And as I got older, I got into more edgier stuff like Frankie Boyle. Mm. I'm a massive Frankie Boyle fan. So uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, so, so I read something about Frankie Boyle. Someone described him as this generation's Lenny Bruce. Now, for those of you who don't know, Lenny Bruce was a controversial comedian back in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to him now, from a contemporary point of view, it's actually not that shocking. But obviously, back in the sixties, he was pushing the boundaries all over the place yeah yeah so uh, so I started getting into him a lot and it taught me more about edgier comedy and how he paved the way for controversial comics because mm. now you've got all sorts you've got your Frankie Boyle your Jimmy Carr that they all push the envelope in all sorts of ways and that's I think that's what stand-up should be about if anything I mean, what, just following on for that thank you uh, following on from that then about your inspiration in terms of your material where where's that inspiration come from it comes from various places i uh i uh, watch the news a lot and that's uh, well i mean the news it's the politics itself is just a punchline for a joke i mean boris johnson <laughs> boris johnson is our prime minister i mean even as a comedian it's pretty hard to make that statement any funnier yeah so it's just, <laughs> So, yeah, there's that, and obviously working in a nightclub, you see all sorts of sights. For, you know. Yeah, that must be absolute comedy gold. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, and uh, one particular incident, and this is why I don't think we should have hand dryers in the toilets of uh, nightclubs. I walked into one, to the men's toilet, and I saw a man blow-drying his... Uh, no! No! Wow. For what reason? His pu... Uh, that's just a sign that he was having a good night. I think. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Imagine if us women did it. How would that work? Imagine well, trying to use a Dyson Airblade. Oh God. <laughs> you well, could just not, straddle it, really. Well, I'm not, you? Just well, well, slide I'm, right in. I'm, <laughs> scissor it. Well, I'm, well, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed in the. <laughs> I'm not allowed in the female toilet, so I wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> They're a sacred place, a female toilet on a night out. Everyone is everybody's friend. Yeah. If you were going to get married that night, everyone in that toilet would be invited. Yeah. It's such an empowering place to be. I've not been to any form of motivational speaking that mm-hmm. competes with a woman's toilet on a night out. I mean, if you men break up with anyone in that club that night oh, oh. that's going to be the, well that's going to be the main topic of discussion in the oh yeah and you will know you will, yeah who the who the person is that's put this poor soul into some sort of apoplectic I mean, fit it, and if you're a smoker and you've broken up with this woman and this woman tells you us girls in in the, in the girls toilets you can imagine this a group of women just standing out there with a fag <sighs> And then just staring at that cretin. Yeah. It's like that. We don't. We don't need to know the story. So she could have stolen the million pounds off him. I don't know. But in the girls' toilets. Yeah. So the girls' toilets in a nightclub is basically a nightclub version of loose women. 
Nice. I, it's more classier. Right. Okay, okay. Can that be a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, de- definitely well, can. Wait till that's on telly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you've performed up in Cardiff as well. Yes. Um, in terms of venues in Pembrokeshire, are there any? We are always sourcing out new venues, looking, you know, we the thing about Pembrokeshire, isn't it, we're all trying to, in every way in every business, trying to support each other. And um, as we know, it, venues do struggle uh, massively around it in the yeah, area here. Definitely. Um, it's a common thing which has happened around the UK where amazing good music and art venues and even pubs are struggling to sustain what you know the entertainment for for um the, the public um i know that you work in the fryers which uh, you know you do your gigs in the fryers it's an amazing place is there anywhere around here which you think you know is doing something good or you you'd be like i'm up for that or try and get something going there trying to promote any venues or have you seen any good comedy elsewhere um well like i say there isn't a massive uh circuit for it uh, down in here but there are venues that i've looked at and think uh, that could do with a a good a good comedic act to get things going. Uh, for instance, there's uh, another nightclub on Key Street, which is where Eddie's is located. Labyrinth, have you? Heard uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at that place, the pub right down at the bottom. It's just a little pub, and normally musicians perform there. But I I look at it and think, this is begging to have a comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For it, it's it? it's yeah. a perfect environment for a stand-up comedian. But it's just never gotten around to that, and I still don't understand why. So, it's, but ho- hopefully one day that'll change. Yeah, so, so. mate, this is this is what it's about. It's a call out to anyone listening, comedians. You know, yeah, make make things happen, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. just picking up the phone and let's do it. Um, get in touch. Get in, yeah, labyrinth. Yeah, that's that's why you. That's one of the like my kickstart for starting night crew. I mean, it just uh, make stuff happen for yourself. 